I'm also going to indicate that London is a hotbed for music and food. And this is coming from a guy that comes from Montreal. So for those of you that don't know, I used to be in the hospitality industry for a very long time. And some of the bands that would come through always blew my mind. And then I figured it out. This is Bud Gardens here. Unbelievable. Covent Garden Market. So this is like the heart of London. London Music Halls right over here. You have so many other places where bands can play and, and live musicians will come in. I mean, we had the Trues back in the day. I saw Jay-Z, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Elton John was there as well, too. You go to the Music Hall. I mean, over and over, the Trues were there, I believe, about a year and a half ago. You go down and just type in London Music. Um, look at Rock the Park. It's start.ca Rocks the Park now. They've recently had, I think it was Salt and Pepper, and they had, hold on a second here, ZZ Top, TLC, Nelly, Blink, 182, Snoop Dogg, Rage Against the Machine. And everybody wonders why, right? How come London attracts so much in terms of tourism and music and I, last i heard the convention center which is only over here brought in about two million tourists a year um double check that on ledc.com it was astronomical in terms of a rate of a small town like london but one of the main reasons being a lot of times acts would be booking stuff in toronto and then detroit and what's naturally right between there and we have a big enough population base that it makes a ton of sense for them to stop in london which in tune also gives you some of the most intimate shows you've ever seen i remember i saw our lady peace at centennial hall and it, it literally felt like they were playing in my living room right in london's got some pretty awesome people shout out to chris campbell i know the head of the chamber of commerce is really looking to put london on the map in terms of music we have one of the only designations of being a music town that is world renowned so i'll leave it to him to explain that i know they're going to be rolling that out in a little bit it's pretty awesome. Now let's get into the eats. So where to eat in London, Ontario. This will be a fun one. So because I was in the hospitality industry and I know so many people, I had to be very selective about, you know, which ones I was going to include, which ones I weren't. Now, the first thing I will say, there's more places to eat that you can shake a stick at. I'm going to forget some people. I'm just giving you a hot list. In the future, I will give you more hot list, but I just figured I'll go down a list of some different people that are doing big things. And then I'll start it off with my man, Glenn, and Plant Matters Kitchen in Old South. Great example to showcase to you what London's like, too. London's a combination of a whole bunch of different small cities in one. They all have their own nature and charm. So check this out. So I'm going to drop you right in front of Plant Matters. And you can see how it is in the heart of London, but it's just on the outside. So they have a beautiful outside deck. You know, the food that they have is unbelievable. They do coffees, they do teas, they do all vegan and they do vegetarian food as well but honestly like their burgers and all the other things that they have i'm not vegan or vegetarian but i frequent this spot all the time and it's in a very very charming area again this is old south it is definitely a village if you haven't checked it out in london i definitely would now i'm going to throw a complete curveball at you vietnam and actually i'm going to throw back one more notable actually this is going to take me into vietnam yep country in asia hold on Vietnam restaurants. London, Ontario. Here we go. I'm showing you these spots for a reason. Here we go. We found it. So the one thing I didn't mention and things to do in the last episode was the factory. So they took the old Kellogg's factory and converted it to a massive entertainment area, which is happening through and through in London, which is right here, right? They have all kinds of adventure parks. They do tons of events there. There's a brewery there. There's a restaurant. It's wicked. 
there's a little spot that you need to know about that has the most amazing spring rolls on the face of the earth right here. And I remember, shout out to Matt Pearson, doing many, many meetings here. I think it's like a karaoke spot as well, too. It's epic. If you've never eaten at Vietnam, I would highly recommend it. It is authentic Vietnamese food, and it is amazing. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. And I could not possibly do this tour of where you got to stop and go hang out without mentioning Joe Cools. So this place is near and dear to my heart, right in downtown London. This is Victoria Park, but this restaurant right here was the very first place I walked into when I came to London from Montreal. I met Mike Smith in this parking lot, a servant leader through and through. Um, this is the everyman spot and Toboggan Brewery is there as well. So I consider them one and the same. Go try them both. Mike's a dude that really created this based off an idea that he found in Chicago where you walk into a restaurant or pub and you'd have a guy in a $10,000 suit next to a guy that just came off the construction site. It's the everyman spot, the food that they have there, the chef, the restaurants. It's completely ran as if they're your best friend's house and you're just going over there to eat. It feels like home when you're in there. It is a legendary spot in London. If you're a Tigers fan or you want to watch some sports games, definitely a good place to do that. This is an interesting spot too. Um, this has a pizza oven and a brewery combined into one and is named Toboggan. So go check that out as well. It is pretty epic. Now pizza. This is a problem. I like pizza a lot. So I'm throwing down three different things. So I'm throwing down Pizza Project first. It's owned by a couple really good friends of mine. And honestly, the pizza that they have, the deep dish is amazing. Like just the, the format that they had and Cools has a really good deep dish uh, kitchen sink pizza as well. But this place is unbelievable by Fleetway. So there's a bowling place called Fleetway and this spot is unbelievable. I definitely recommend to go check out Pizza Project, Zen Za Pizzeria as well on King Street. So if you're in downtown, um, there's another place called Zenza and they are hilarious. Go check them out on Instagram and go say hi to them as well. They're pretty epic. I'm um, very conscious owners. I've brought clients there for meetings while we're touring properties downtown. Again, doesn't feel like a restaurant, right? And that's what I look for when I'm looking for restaurants is I'm looking for places that I want to invest in, that I want to bring people to that are the lifeblood of a community because these small business operators are the ones that inject so much into the heart of the city. So go check them out. And I can't possibly get through pizza without mentioning through thick and thin. So let's go back to old South back where plant matters is. And you'll find this spot right on the corner. So the landlords of this building. Awesome. We actually have one of our own tenants in this building, but right off the plaza by the parking lot is a place called through thick and thin. I don't know if you can see it. Let me just drop the little man here and bring you on a new venture. Let me know what you guys think about this screen share. I've never done this before. Um, I've never used this to walk people through a city, but I'd love to get some feedback. Thick and thin pizza. But I got to show you what this place looks like. There you go. So the Wolf Brothers and the whole Wolf crew, I don't want to say just the Wolf Brothers because they're all integral. I mean, tell me that doesn't give you an indication of what this spot is, right? They are world-class chefs. They have traveled everywhere. They care about the consumer experience more than anybody I've ever met. And they're they're really just salt of the earth people and they're it's like true Brooklyn style pizza. So, you know, maybe I got that wrong and there's a, another inspiration behind it. But when I go in there, I get the Brooklyn, I like pepperoni and it is top, top shelf. Um, shout out to my man, Victor Addis. I appreciate you. And we definitely have to do a review of this one together. Thank you, real estate agent. I definitely appreciate you so much. 
yeah, it, it definitely looks good. Um, remind me never to do a food review when I haven't eaten lunch yet. Probably not the best. Now, notables. There's a guy I got to show you. I don't know if I could show it to you on TikTok, but I'm going to go to Tahini's. And I actually don't know if he even knows me that well. I go in there. I pop food all the time. There's one in North London. Um, they have some great shawarma, some great bowls as well. And there's another reason why I wanted to show you them. Tahini's London Instagram. Don't make fun of my spelling. I'm doing this super quick to save people time or make fun of my spelling. I won't take it sensitively, I promise. So this guy, this guy right here, this is a great example of an operator that makes me feel like I know him through his content. Go find him on TikTok. Go find him on Instagram. You'll literally feel like you're there. I feel like I know his family and I don't even know him on a first name basis, but I go there all the time because I see how much he cares about his product and he's got personality and he's funny and he's self-deprecating. And this is what the consumer experience needs to be. So if you're somebody that's looking to do social media, and you own a business, but you're not sure how to do it. Follow example of a gentleman like this. He's absolutely killing it. A couple more notables is, you know what? Maybe I'll stick to Instagram. Let me know if you prefer the Google Street View or you preferred Instagram. Tasting room. So I'm going to go into fine dining. Shout out to Carl. That's Carl right there. There's Taylor. And there's the whole family. I mean, these people, special place in my heart as well. Carl was the first guy that was ever a GM when I was in the hospitality industry. And they're unbelievable. Their food is absolutely top shelf. Their ribeye is to die for. And I'll show you where they are at the same time. I, maybe I'll just do a combo of Instagram and this tasting room. The reason that I'm going to show this to you is when you want to take your significant other on a beautiful date and you want to do some things, maybe start it off with a walk in Victoria Park, go to the St. Peter's Cathedral, walk by it. It's beautiful. You can go down Richmond Road, do some shopping. And then you can end up right here where it is. So the tasting room is actually right next to the Grand Theater. Phenomenal spot. I'm also going to mention a couple other um, fine dining, in my opinion, restaurants. If you want amazing Italian food, Abruzzi on King Street is top shelf. So I'll fly you over there. Also downtown, more like King and Talbot area. So maybe near Bud Gardens. The Arancini is amazing. The pasta is just unbelievable. They have one of the best gnocchis I've ever had in my life. Their gnocchi is not yucky. I promise you that. And we'll go one more to Craft Pharmacy. So that is on Warncliffe. So a little bit off the beaten path, but always parking available and a great lunch spot. I definitely recommend Craft Pharmacy for work meetings as well. There's always movers and shakers in there. Pharmacy. And the coolest part is pharmacy. I'll see if they have a page. Craft Pharmacy. Oh, Pharmacy with an F because it's a farm. I'm not too smart about that. Yeah, there you go. And I completely misspelled it. So that's how you spell it. Oysters galore. Again, like people that care about the food that they're putting on the plate. Every time you go there, they have new items. It's a culinary experience, which is what I want. Um, they got beekeeper things here. They probably make their own honey for all I know. But again, Lake Erie Pickerel, local food, the pharmacy. I'm assuming that indicates that they're farm sourcing as much as they can. Very involved in the local community. Awesome, awesome, awesome people.